0: Hello, everyone, and you're very welcome along to the RacingNews365.com Formula One podcast. My name is Thomas Marr, and we're looking back on the final day of Formula One testing from Bahrain. Joining me is Racing news 365 Editorial Director Dieter Rankin. Dieter, you're very welcome along to the show. How are you today?
1: I'm great, thanks. Wonderful day. I mean, some really good action in the closing hour. Um, but all in, you know, the three days uh, Thomas have been uh, have been really productive for everybody. The teams, the media, you know, the fans got some good action. Uh, we've got some good pointers as to what's happening. And today, you know, really cris- everything crystallized. And I think we're in for a cracker season.
0: Well, I suppose that the headlines of today is the fact that we did get those glory runs that we talked about yesterday. Max Verstappen putting in an astonishing lap time in the uh, last hour after putting on the C5, the softest compound Pirelli tires. He put in a 131.7 to end up Just under seven-tenths of a second clear of Ferrari's Charles Leclerc on the same compound. Fernando Alonso as well impressing in third place for Alpine and Mercedes in fourth place. And weirdly enough, Dieter, a second off the pace of the Red Bull. I know that we always say you have to take testing with a pinch of salt, really. But what was your take on the, the final standings of today?
1: Well, yeah, I've always said that the the testing times, you know, points for for the Winter World Championship, as I call it, etc. Uh, but I've also always said that you know the glory runs on the Saturday or the last day of testing, that final hour. They they are the only indicator that one has to form. Of course, the teams can upgrade between now and and Friday when when FP one starts, and Saturday when we have qualifying three and the race on Sunday. Of course, all, all that is possible. But I think there's one major constraint here, and that is the fact that uh, normally we have about two weeks between the last day of testing and the opening day of the first Grand Prix. This time, that's been whittled down to one week. So there's precious little time for the teams to react between now and Friday morning. Uh, and even if they do, you know, the uh, the test session and the first race are – Sort of 3,000 kilometres from from Europe. It's it's not as though uh, we're testing in Barcelona, where they can sort of ship stuff across very quickly. Because of that, I think there is uh, there is more chance of this test session today being a very good pointer to the season ahead.
0: And the thing about it is, out of the front-running cars, Dieter, it's Mercedes that actually look like they're the most uncomfortable on track. It's that porpoising, that bouncing down the straights. It's particularly noticeable on the Mercedes. Do you think they'll be able to get on top of that over the next couple of days?
1: Well, Thomas, you know, uh, the, the Red ball was also porpoising a bit. Uh, they seem to have cured that. I was speaking to Jan Moncho today of uh, of the Alfa Romeo team, a technical director for the Alfa Romeo team, and he was basically saying that he thinks that all teams will be affected at some stage through the season through this porpoising uh, because he said that different things trigger it off. I was talking to Mario Isola this morning, the, um, the motorsport director for Pirelli, and he was saying that if you open the DRS, the porpoising almost disappears. But of course, you can't run with the open DRS during a race. You can during uh, testing where it's, it's, it's legal. When I say it's legal, there's, there's no regulation against it. So from that perspective, there are ways around it. You can increase the tire pressure so that you have less bounce in the sidewalls of the tire. So that, that also does away with it. You can go stiffer. You can uh, increase the ride height. There are various ways around it, but none of them provide you with optimum performance. And this, of course, is what everybody's seeking. I believe that we will have some form of porpoising throughout the year uh, affecting all the teams, but at different times, triggered by different conditions, a bouncy track, or a particularly low aero or high aero downforce configuration that they've gone for, because it it suits the characteristics of their cars at a certain corner at a certain track. I think that that porpoising is here. Speaking to the drivers today, Pierre Gasly. We had the press conference. We had um, uh, Charlotte Clerc there. We had uh, Lewis was there. And they seem to believe that it's going to be a very uncomfortable year. But ultimately, they realize that, you know, they're being paid millions. and They can put up with a bit of discomfort every now and then.
0: Well, one man who, who appears to be very unhappy at this point of the uh, preseason, Dieter, is Lewis Hamilton. He had a couple of comments today where he, uh, he bluntly said Mercedes are not in the, the battle at the front at the moment and that they won't be challenging for victory in Bahrain. What did you make of, of Lewis's demeanor today and some of the comments he made?
1: Well, look, Lewis's Lewis's demeanor was certainly not bubbly. However, let's not forget, I think that what happened last year in Abu Dhabi is still sort of uh, bubbling under there. And so from that perspective, you know, I think his demeanor is down. Um, I believe that he still believes that he was wronged. And accordingly, you know, we, we don't have the smiling, jovial sort of Lewis Hamilton. That said, uh, he seemed to be particularly critical about uh, Pirelli today, where he said that, you know, the tyres aren't as good as last year. And as we know, last year, he was pretty critical about the tyres at times. Um, as you say, he sort of didn't seem overly enthusiastic about his car. Uh, but it, again, it could be circuit-specific. Let's not forget, they, they rolled out this sort of zero side pod concept on uh, on Thursday. And when I spoke to Adrian Newey yesterday, he said, whatever concept you've got, you'll always have you have a compromise and you have to make it work. And so just possibly they, they haven't hit the sweet spot with a car. I wouldn't write off Mercedes at all. I thought his, his comments about tyres were... A touch unfair Yeah, um, he, he may have had problems doing his long runs yesterday but let's not forget that the ambient temperature was well over 35 degrees the track temperature was well over 50 degrees and he managed to do a long run uh, under those circumstances and I think it's only fair that one would expect some form of degradation under those sort of conditions
0: Well, along with the um, maybe slightly less competitive than usual Mercedes to start the season, there's also the the, the fact that the Abu Dhabi report is, is looming, Dieter. How much do you think that is on his mind over the coming days?
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. You know, I think he's come to terms with the fact that he's not world champion. I mean, one of the questions asked today in the press conference was, um, you know, Lewis, Max faces his first races as world champion. Can you remember how you felt your first race as a, a first time world champion? And, you know, Lewis answered the question. He did say, I can't remember. It was that long ago, which, of course, was also a sort of a bleak reference to how many championships he's won in the interim. But you know, he uh, there wasn't any any form of rancor in his voice or anything. You know, he just said, "Oh, I don't really don't remember. I don't really remember. It was that long ago." Um, and by the way, you know, Sebastian Vettel sort of adopted a, a very similar uh, position, where he also said, "Oh, it was that long ago." So. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm. I'm sure it's still festering with Lewis, but I, I don't think that it's it's the overriding um, uh, uh, emotion at the moment. You know, I think that he's sort of accepted it and he's getting on, looking at the season.
0: Well, I'm sure his mood wasn't improved by by Red Bull's competitiveness today, Dieter. How how what was the reaction in the paddock to the Red Bull upgrades when they rolled out this this morning?
1: Um, there was no real surprise. You know, we'd expected Red Bull to do something pretty special. Yeah. Let's not forget they've got Adrian Newey. Let's not forget they are consistently a top three team. Let's not forget that they worked incredibly hard last year and this year. Uh, let's not forget they have facilities that are right up there. I mean, I visited the team middle of January. And I can vouch for the fact that they, they honestly do have space age facilities. They really do. I'm certainly not saying they're better than Mercedes, but I doubt very much are they any worse than Mercedes. And, you know, so it's only to be expected that they would deliver something special and that they would do so on the last day of the, of testing because of course that reduces the opportunity for others to, to get down copying because everybody's minds are now focused on this coming weekend.
0: Well dude it is only a couple of days now until the season gets underway. What are you doing now between now and the uh, the Grand Prix next weekend? Are you staying on in Bahrain? Are you returning back to to Europe in between? Uh, what's what's your situation?
1: No, actually I'm going to to Dubai and then I'm going across to the expo on one of the days. So basically I'm taking one of the, um, the the normal rest days and I'm going to Dubai to the um, the expo. And for the rest of the time, I'll be writing up the sort of stuff that, that I picked up uh, while I was here for the, 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 testing. You know, I did an enormous number of interviews and, and I'd like to publicly thank the team for, for making that available. But you know, as an example today, I spoke to, um, Mario Isola. Then I spoke to Nicholas Tombatis, who of course is the FIA's effectively their technical director. He's head of single seater racing. Um, I spoke to Pierre Gasly. I spoke to, jan moncho i spoke to james key you know all that stuff has got to be processed and delivered to our readers
0: well didro i know you hate it when i put you on the spot but with only a few days to go uh, until the the first grand prix of the year if you were to put money on a team winning next week will it be red bull ferrari mercedes or someone else
1: well i've always said that if is f1 spelt backwards <laughs> So it doesn't really apply, but I know that you pushed me very, very hard, Thomas. So, so let me try and think about it. Um, based on today's performance, uh, if you gave me a hundred quid and said, go and stick this somewhere, I would probably stick 75 quid on, on, uh, Max and I would stick 25 quid on probably Charlotte Claire.
0: And on that note, Dieter, thank you very much and of course for all your uh, contributions throughout the pre-season testing in Barcelona and Bahrain and you can follow Dieter on Twitter at Racing Lines thanks very much Dieter
1: great Thomas it really has been a wonderful six days Uh, three days here three days in Barcelona and it looks as though the season will really really be tight
0: and that's Dieter Rankin you can follow him on Twitter at Racing Lines my name is Thomas Mar. you can follow me on Twitter at Thomas Mar on F1 that's it for this series of the Racing News 365.com Formula 1 podcast we'll be back after the season opener in Bahrain in just a few days time.